Hello, um, welcome. This is our Strings Attached podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Annabelle. Um, so we are members of Bloody Good UEA. Uh, I'm the president. I am the equality and diversity officer. Um, we're basically just, this is our first episode. We're, we used to do monthly talk, well, fortnightly talks um, on periods. And now we are, we've changed it. We're doing podcasts now. We've switched it up. We're, we're, yeah. Wow. <laughs> we've changed up the format we're moving <laughs> with the times you know we're we're trying to move with the gen z uh get on the podcast yeah. vibe, you know get on the hype so yeah this is we our first episode we're doing for women's history month so we are going to be looking at all things kind of weird and wonderful related to period history yes which, right so the first thing i found out when i was looking at this which is just crazy to me is that we actually have way more periods now than like they used to back in the day and yeah, see, I don't, I don't just, like, understand this like right I'm ready to explain this okay go on so back <laughs> in the day they had like 40 periods in their whole life and now we have 400 what? like average obviously how crazy is that oh that's and basically bizarre. it's just unfair it's just it's just rude 40 Although, actually, in their lifetime I know that's like oh, I know Actually, no, I don't want to embarrass myself and get the maths wrong. Is that like, that's <laughs> under two years worth of periods, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it must be. No, Wait, that's so wrong. No, it's no. under four years. Four years, four years yeah. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> I've already embarrassed myself. Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, it's because like, I mean, obviously back in the day, you'd get married really young. Mm-hmm. And then well, one role would just be to pop out babies. Yeah. As just... many, as fast as possible. Popping them out and because you don't have your, yeah, you don't have your periods while you're breastfeeding either. So mm. you just baby, no periods, breastfeeding, no periods, bang, another baby. So I don't understand, right? So this is right after you've given birth, okay, and then say you're breastfeeding, whatever, and then like you have your first period after that, like surely mm-hmm. tampons just don't even touch the side at that point. Like, <laughs> they, like, yeah. Especially if, if you've, like, ripped or something. Ooh. Oh, my. Ooh. Oh, God. I just... I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> no, I don't either. Um, but obviously... But also, you know, because obviously not everyone breastfeeds. Um, mm. So do you still not get your period? Where does the milk go? We, I need, think... we need someone who's given birth on this <laughs> podcast because I have so yeah, many yeah. questions. We still like a whole, like, post-pregnancy yes. like, thing. Out of ever having babies, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like post-pregnancy, if you don't breastfeed, your periods do start again because your body just stops producing the milk because it's not being used. So I assume then your periods oh, start okay. along with that. I don't know. Okay, anyway, we should, we should look into that. So but, yeah. what you're saying is there was more pregnancy, which meant less periods back in the day. Yeah, so now that we've got, like, you know, condoms and stuff, mm-hmm. that we're not just getting pregnant all the time, mm. and, you know, because that's less of a pressure, yeah. we just have more time to have periods. <laughs> Body's like, you know what? You know what we're going to do with all this free time? Yeah. Like, give you so many more periods. Like, it's great. Okay. <laughs> What's crazy as well is that we have, per- like, on average, people start their periods earlier now. And, like, it's as, like, we get kind of more developed. So people in Western countries generally start their periods at a younger age than like really more like less developed countries because of it's obviously like, it's all to do with like nutrition and stuff so like oh, okay. 
I know. So like now the average age in the UK to start your period is 12. Whereas like back in like the 1850s, it was like 16, 17. What? So we're just getting so we're extra having, years yeah. because we're eating well. For no reason. I don't yeah. get that as well. Because obviously like, yeah, periods are there mainly so that you can like have a baby or that, whatever. Why mm. do we have it? so early like I'm not having kids at 12. <laughs> I know and especially because like you hear all these things about people who mm. do have kids like re- that young that mm. their bodies just can't cope with it so yeah. why are our bodies like trying to get us pregnant? Exactly <laughs> like, like surely we've evolved like how, how have we not evolved in terms of our bodies being like oh actually like it's not normal for you to have a baby at 12 so we're gonna make your period a bit later you know like because that's just bizarre when did you start yours? Uh, 16 well 15 16 I was a late bloomer you are I so lucky <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was 11 <laughs> oh my god that's hot oh that's so harsh <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember oh. being like so so like panicked all through school just being like right where is my period what is going on what is wrong with me yeah. and then obviously I got it and like after six months I was like I know I wish I could I wish I could talk to young girls and whoever like menstruates and just say look don't stress if it hasn't come yet just enjoy it you know because I think we all we all had that kind of yeah like we all had that panic of like oh my god I haven't started my period yet or like haven't you know with like the stages of puberty and it's like Mm. but honestly you don't want it (laughs) it's literally like, yeah like when you're like 13 14 year olds all you want is like boobs and your period like yeah like right where are my boobs where is mm-hmm. my blood yeah <laughs> I did that thing though in like because I started my period quite late and everything that like, I had like tiny boobs all through oh. high school mm. left like year 11 after you know GCSEs and came back to like college in the summer with like just these fairly huge big boobs. like I was just bouncing like, <laughs> You're just like strutting around school, like, yes, who developed oh, this? Honestly, I was around college, like, looking at everyone, like, yeah, that's right. Uh, have you noticed? <laughs> I'm I have tits. <laughs> this is kind of a tangent, but I, w- I remember I was one of the first people in my year to like develop. And people used to like judge me for wearing bras and stuff and be like, why are you having a bra? I feel like that was such a kind of like a bitchy like, thing that would this, go on. This is why. Yeah, I'm like, have yeah. you not seen these little like, sacks that I have going on like do you want me to just walk around with them shaking about like no but yeah it was kind of like a, oh my god like why have you why have you got a brat already and it's just like why are we like what is that why are we and arguing then I think it this? definitely went the other way like when you got like into the later years of high school you'd be like why are you not wearing a bra yes <laughs> like oh all the kids didn't have boobs I'm like, don't oh, really need one literally so true. <laughs> I remember one day I went into school and I like it was when I was wearing bras. We've gone off on such a tangent. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it was like when I was wearing bras. And I just like didn't one day. Don't know why. Must have forgotten or whatever. And we appeared. And I remember everyone just being like, oh my God, you're not wearing a bra. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't really have boobs anyway. So yeah, like, like, and, yeah, I had the opposite problem where I we used to have white PE shirts and they were really see-through. And I would always oh. forget what bra I had on. And there were so many times in like year six where I had like this multicolored, like spotty like bra on. And everyone would be like, oh my God, you can see your bra. <laughs> like basically slut shaming me when I was literally like 10 years old slash 11 years old. Like, like just trying to get by. Like. Literally, I'm like, I'm just trying to live my, <laughs> my life. Gosh. Back to periods. What else do I have on periods? Ah, so I thought this was really interesting. Before the 19th century, 
doctors just had no idea kind of what periods were like they didn't realize it was linked mm. to like us getting pregnant and like the reproduction cycle oh, and they thought <laughs> i love this this explains so much to me but they thought it was because women needed to cool their emotional and hysterical natures so yes. that was what like the blood was just the hysterical and emotional oh, stuff my God. <laughs> oh what the, they're like they're like like you're being so hysterical today like is your period coming soon because like we need to get this out like, of you come on <laughs> what that is so bizarre i'm actually like first of all unfortunately i'm not surprised that people just didn't care to look into this issue no um but oh what is that like how how did they just not know what did they think was happening wouldn't that be terrifying as well as someone who menstruates just bleeding monthly and all the doctors being like i don't know i guess you're just like really emotional (laughs) like what (laughs) yeah and also how did they not link it to the fact that like when someone was pregnant Mm. they weren't they weren't having having their period Like, how did they not like, well done, click Einstein. that together? <laughs> no one, no <laughs> one put that together. Suddenly, when you're pregnant, you're just no longer emotional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anything that makes sense, it, surely. <laughs> yeah, pregnancy is just the way to like cure all your like hysteria and like emotion. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, oh god. But it just like I feel like that must have been kind of like the start of like you know we have all that stuff like oh women can't be president because they're too emotional and yeah. stuff like where that all comes from Mm -hmm. well isn't it like the term hysterical comes from the word hysteria which means womb crazy yeah so it literally if you're being hysterical it literally means you're being like like a a crazy woman basically like it's really sexist that word because hysteria i feel like it's greek or something maybe latin who knows yeah feels like it so obviously they'd be like oh your womb is like creating blood and your womb is called a hysteria. Um, so you're being hysterical. So you're emotional and crazy. Wow. Like, what? Oh, my God. That's crazy. I know that, like, I'd love to do a whole episode on this because there's so much, like, stuff. But I know back in the day, they used to, like, um, diagnose, like, any issues a woman had. They'd just say it was hysteria. And then they used to have these, like, essentially massive vibrators in the doctor's office oh that they'd my God, sit women on that for like half an hour and be like yeah we've cured your hysteria <laughs> <laughs> like, wonder how that happened <laughs> oh my god so isn't it so but funny to that... think though that like doctors were just like so baffled by um like women's in air quotations issues like and they were just like um I don't know I guess they're just really emotional and like if they maybe use this vibrator something happens but like I don't really like they were just so like, <laughs> yeah like there's just your nothing. brain for like two seconds and actually think about this like I know almost. like what happens to women well people with vaginas that doesn't happen to people with penises hmm. Hmm. pregnancy so surely that that's a sign I know. that it's linked to periods like it just oh dear how are these people how are they ever doctors i don't know but the thing is again like i don't you know we're we're saying this as if it's all ancient but there are obviously still some doctors today that really just don't understand these issues and just call it like lady problems and like oh you're like have you tried antidepressants or something and it's like uh yeah you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. so it is like as much as it's like oh back in the day how was it like this unfortunately it's not that far removed from now it's yeah we are still being told that we are hysterical when we have <clears throat> issues with our periods yeah let's move on from that depressing fact <laughs> let's talk about products old well not even old but like just the origin things that used to 
used to be mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, so I kind of researched this. And so basically, obviously, people used to use um, just cloths and rags. Obviously, some people do now due to period poverty. But back in the day, it was like everyone used those. Um, but they had to be washed and dried publicly. So then everyone was like, oh, my God, there is no way you are going to show your like washed cloth that absorbed your blood in public that is so you know it was just like everyone was like running around freaking out so then Earl Haas I think is his name basically came up with the tampon um before that beautiful you know do you want to talk a little bit about the ancient Egyptians what they did yeah so I've read like mixed things about this but there's the idea that kind of that the first the closest thing to what we have tampons now, like the first of that, was like the ancient Egyptians used to use like softened, I don't know how you say this, I think it's papyrus, which <laughs> papyrus, Milan is correcting my, my, my pronunciation, um, which is basically like one of the first forms of like paper. Right. So they used to just essentially use like softened OG paper up the badge. Oh, wow. And Obviously, there's no way to like just get that out. There's no little string to pull on, so you just kind of like oh, going and it in. It would be like soaked as well. Out. It would be soaked in blood, and you would just have to pull this piece of paper out. Can you imagine? Yeah, I know. And there's also I read some other stuff <clears> as well that I think it was was it, it was either the Greeks or like the Romans that they some people think they used to put like have a bit of wood and then they'd cover it in like linen oh. and insert that. I know, but I've seen other things that say that wasn't true. So who knows? That, that's like, true. Or how, not, but... What was the logic behind that though? Because that's not going to absorb anything. I understand the linen might, but it's not I like know. the linen's not going to do much. And then the wood isn't going to just absorb it. And surely the wood potentially is quite heavy. Would you be like clenching? Yeah, how's it going to gonna stay in? Imagine <laughs> sitting down and like. <laughs> oh. Imagine how strong their like Kegel muscles were. I know. Though. I like... need to strengthen mine because my bladder control is not yeah. good. I mean, obviously, I can control my bladder, but like, <laughs> I always need a wing. It's like confession yeah. now. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean, though. Honestly, like, I have a drink and like ten minutes later, I'm like, right. Yeah, literally, I'm like, all right. Here we go. Or like, you know, when you get in from a night out and you're trying to get your keys in the oh, door, or when you're doing that like jiggle, and you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> but yeah, so they started out with these tampons. But a lot of doctors and even the general public became like squeamish about the fact that people who menstruate were having to touch their genitals when inserting a tampon. And all these doctors and other men were really stressed that A, like it was just gross that people were touching their genitals, even though it's not. And B, that um, they would get they would get sexual pleasure from this. Because, you know, whenever you insert a tampon, like, yeah. it's hot. <laughs> like, that gets my rocks off. Just spend the whole week just like, oh, oh, oh. oh God, I can't wait to re- replace it with another one. Um, but, yeah, so then they invented the plastic applicator so that it would make it a bit more, like, detached and less intimate. And, you know, you wouldn't have to be fully, like, touching yourselves because, God forbid. I just hate to touch my own vagina. <laughs> Cannot think of anything worse. Absolutely disgusting. That's vile. Okay. <laughs> There's all these like men being like, oh, we can't let them touch their own genitals. Surely, when people with penises pee, they touch their own. Yeah, but men are allowed to do that. To aim. No, men are allowed. <laughs> penises, lovely and hygienic. Vaginas, disgusting. Yeah, dirty. Disgusting. <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> So then, I don't know about the first menstrual cups. Tell me, enlighten me. I remember, I've seen, I feel like I've seen quite a lot of stuff on like Instagram about this. 
But I like looked it up and I couldn't find that much information. But I know that the first menstrual cups were made, I think it was the early 1900s, potentially the late 1800s. But they were like made of like really hard rubber or like apparently aluminium, which is just like... Hi. What? Oh, Can you imagine? How would you even get that? I know. That? <laughs> so I don't think it's surprising at all that they did not catch on. Really? Um, <laughs> I, I, I know, I, think, I know. I uh, think are coming out with a new aluminium <laughs> menstrual cup. <laughs> That'd just be really cold as well oh, when you first put it in. And so, like, <laughs> imagine the toxic shock syndrome, yeast infection situation going Like, oh, mm, like no, no, rubber. no. As well. <laughs> surely it would would it rust does aluminium rust or is that I no we need we need erin on to be our like scientific yeah. advisor does aluminium <laughs> rust still don't think it could have been that pleasant anyway and then what i do know or what i'm 95 percent confident on is that it was a black woman that invented like the menstrual cup kind of as we know it oh, today amazing. and it was like i think just before one of the world wars i want to say the second world war not 100 percent sure and she's like they started kind of producing them huh? i've got here leona chalmers chalmers and then when they like rationing happened because they were using all like the materials and stuff for the war effort mm-hmm. um they kind of like they got put out of production because well apparently there were more important things going on there was a <laughs> war you know and then <laughs> they kind of got a bit more popular afterwards again but they haven't they never really kicked off until like the early noughties and then obviously now is when they're kind of having their biggest revolution well see that really surprises me that they've gone on for that long because i think i found out about them Mm. in like 2013 i obviously knew about pads and tampons like way before that so yeah as soon as you know about periods so i had thought at the time that that was a new invention in like 2013 but it obviously wasn't do you know what i mean I know, like, I remember I remember getting one, my first one, like, a couple months after I found out about them, in my first year of uni, so, like, 2016, I remember, like, going into Erin's room and being like, look what I've brought. <laughs> I have to put this up my vagina. What? And then convincing her to buy one so she could go on this journey oh, with me. That. I remember I used to, because when I first was using one, I was, uh, like, at sixth form. So I was in school and like I went mm. into the toilets with my friends and I was like, guys, can you like put like the hand dryer on when I do it? Because it makes this like suction noise when I pull it out. Like it would just make like, Oh like yeah. A... <laughs> when I would pull it out and I was like, people are gonna think, what is she doing in there? So I was like, can you just like wash your hands and put the hand dryer on so that people don't hear it? And then, you know, or like if no one else was in there, I would just be like, guys, it's a mess. Absolute bloodbath. Like, oh my. Oh dear. Oh yeah, I definitely thought they were like a, a new yeah. thing mental they've been around for so long but i guess you know going back to the whole squeamish idea the idea of someone having a cup of their blood and like pulling that out and all of that was yeah probably not and there was like obviously the whole kind of um thing about like people not wanting to use tampons and stuff in case they were no longer a virgin Mm. like oh that as well that thing about of not inserting anything that would have definitely like did you ever have people tell you like you can't use tampons if you're a virgin yeah like oh no you can't use tampons yeah. before you had sex like, what, if anything you should do you know what I mean yeah like get to know Literally, your like, own body like space in please <laughs> I mean that is we're talking virgin in terms of like penetrative sex yeah penis yes. dildo that kind of thing <laughs> didn't know if I wanted to go there but I just have <laughs> 
I think given what we're talking about, we can we can go there. <laughs> but I want to talk about the extraction yeah. method because this blew yeah. my mind when I found out about it. So for those of you who don't know, I only discovered this when I was researching periods for an essay I was writing. This is essentially I don't want to use the word vacuum because I feel like that's giving me Henry the Hoover vibes. <laughs> a bit of an a bit of an exaggeration. But it's essentially where like <laughs> you insert a a suction device mm. into your vagina. I'm pretty sure it goes into oh. your cervix. Like, I think How it's does it like not like a... hoover up your womb as well? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, oh my God. And you're like, what? What happened? And like, we may have hoovered your womb. <laughs> but yeah, so like, they essentially, it's like a suction device that they insert and it sucks out all of the contents of your uterus. <laughs> so your period is basically over in like three right. minutes. This might be a really stupid question. Right, go. Okay, so bear with. But in my mind, it's not like it's all there on one day and you can just suck it out. Like in my head, I thought it was like, it sheds a little bit mm. and like, and then it bleeds and then it sheds a bit and it bleeds. Like, is that not correct? I think it all like builds up. I feel like we should definitely. No, but like, the thing is about this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it. That's not really our fault if we don't know. Over, Someone like, should have taught us this. But I think it builds up in like the week, well, from your like ovulation mm-hmm. day to like the week, two weeks before your period. It builds up and then it sheds for like a week. And I think it kind of it's all there, but it just sheds slowly. So so it's all like shedded and like the blood is ready or, to come out, but then it just comes out over the days. Yeah. So with the vacuum, yeah, I just... guess because it's like all to like the contractions and stuff. They're just all gone. Wow. This is crazy to me. So apparently like when it first was like happening, it was really popular with like obviously like, athletes because they, well, can you imagine trying to like just run <laughs> on your period? Not before. <laughs> well, just like in general, like, but like it would make such a big difference mm. if you just like were like, right, my period's done in three minutes. I yeah. can go out and train. And it was like obviously like really popular with people with like really heavy, mm. painful periods because it just yeah. eliminates that. But the reason that we we do not have this potentially amazing <laughs> method is because like I honestly this appeals to me so much. No, genuinely like yeah. <laughs> but like the reason we don't have it is because it was never properly researched Shock. and the long term effects were never properly researched. I know. But it's because people like associated it with abortion. Because obviously like, mm. that is it's evacuating the <laughs> Everybody <contents>. evacuate. <laughs> Blood, potential babies. <laughs> yeah, anything, we're mm. out. So yeah, it never got researched and it kind of like became really unpopular because people were like, yeah, associated it with abortion. So it never got any funding or anything. We should because bring it back. If I could just have a three minute period instead of, you know, the whole mm-hmm. like five, mm-hmm. seven day effort. Imagine how oh, good that would be. That'd be beautiful. You wake up, beautiful like, thing. Oh, my period. And then you just get your little Henry the Hoover out and just sucks it all away. And then you're like, cool, move on with my day. Living life. I know. And apparently, like, so this art that article that I sent to you is about like these groups of like people with periods, mostly in America, that still do this. So I'm thinking these like the OG like 70s women's liberation movement feminists that still get together in like groups of like three or five and just still do this (laughs) like just to each other that is like love that for them we should campaign to have this be a thing it's also better for the environment i know i suppose 
I think if you were doing it at home, it would be. But if you had to go to like a doctor's office, then I feel like everything would be plastic. It would all True. be like disposable. Well, would it? Wouldn't know. it just be like a tube or something that they sterilise? Thing is, I feel yeah. like. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know who's going to listen to this, but imagine if some like medical professionals listening and they're like, "No, that is really dangerous." Like, what are you talking about? We and we're like, let's bring <laughs> it, it probably, back, and they're like, "Do you understand?" Is, like, to be fair, of like having kids, and we're like, "Bring it back, get the vacuum." <laughs> <laughs> so, just you know, what do you call it? Um, oh, disclaimer. Yeah, I would like to disclaimer: <laughs> do not try this at home. <laughs> Don't get your Henry Hoover. We do not That's advocate not how it works. for this. We are just saying it's an interesting idea <laughs> and it needs more research. That's, that's our disclaimer. Yeah, I've got one more thing I want to talk about because I just mm-hmm. think this is really interesting. And this is like these old methods or treatments to ease like period pain mm-hmm. and the heavy flow. And I saw this in a tweet from um, QI and apparently like things Wait, that were prescribed... On. Has QI always stood for quite interesting? I didn't know yes. that. I'm pretty sure it has. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That really that really took me by surprise. Carry on. To be fair, I don't think I knew it until I followed them on Twitter and saw it. <laughs> but yeah, back in the early 20th century, if you were experiencing bad menstrual cramps, your doctor would tell you to try either whiskey, opiates, or marriage. <laughs> what on do you think by marriage they meant sex because yeah in, definitely or in just what like world pregnancy is you going to a church and like signing these documents and doing your vows going to help you at all with menstrual cramps we'll get married in like 20 minutes it'll be fine and period cramps will be gone so can that's, you that's it imagine? it's over if that was true I'd yeah, be but also, like, it kind of implies that every <laughs> like, time you have cramps, you need to get married. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a monthly... like, who's my husband today? Mm. <laughs> That's just, it's God blessing you. You you turn you turn into you know a married yeah. religious woman, and God's like, yeah, no more cramps for you, God's babe. Like, right, you have I've sorted you out. Your life purpose. Here's no more cramps. <laughs> oh dear, I just thought that was really funny. Also, opiates isn't that like drugs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like I want to say right. heroin. <laughs> so, so instead Wait. of like researching this, they were just like, "Oh, you have bad menstrual cramps." A, are you crazy? And they're like, "No." And then the doctor's like, mm, "Okay, have you tried drugs? E.g., heroin." <laughs> Imagine if it's not heroin now, and I've just embarrassed myself. <laughs> oh my god! It's also so like opiates is like a general term, and it includes heroin, codeine, and wow. morphine. Now, morphine, morphine really would, would sort you out. Job. I won't mind that. <laughs> I need to just go to the hospital next time I have my period and just, like, get them to vacuum it out, put me on some, like, a morphine drip, you know. Maybe get married while I'm there, glass of whiskey. Like, it'll be a vibe. I'm down for that. <laughs> if we sync up, that's what's happening we, next right, time. I don't know if we'll leave this in. Yeah. <laughs> I think we are, yeah. Every time I message you about my period, oh, like, also, do you like that? I'm, I know, like the listeners won't be able to uh, see this, but I'm wearing red today because oh, blood. <laughs> this is actually a white thing. top. And there's, then, there's red on yeah, these headphones. This is actually a white though. top, and then I just got on my period, so now it's red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I sneezed on my period, and now it's just, just a red top. Okay, right. Should we wrap this up? I think we should. Right. Well, if you've made it to this episode, yes, well done. Thank you. You deserve a medal. <laughs> By the time this goes out and we get your feedback, we yeah, will be PMSing, so I think. What so what you say, or I'm going to turn up at your house nice. with a Hoover vacuum and an aluminium cup. <laughs> oh, <laughs> makes me tense. No, let us know what you want us to talk about. I think we, we have some right. ideas and we kind of went on some various tangents. 
today, but please let us know. Yeah. Or if you want to be on the podcast, that would be great too, because I'm sure yes. people are sick of hearing just us two talk. You definitely will be by yeah, you probably the end were of a few after episodes. The 30 seconds. So... <laughs> I know oh, like dear. we we right. definitely like slipped up a couple of times in our language so we'll definitely try and work on that next time um yeah let us know if there's anything we said that yes, is definitely. wrong or offensive or anything along those lines and we will improve it yes we will try and educate us we're all just as best we can progress, you know deep well, you know deep me babes. I like to get deep <laughs> not in that way some more <laughs> more interesting facts here <laughs> okay yeah thank you everyone for listening thank you and goodbye have a good day night all right i'm gonna hang out